Welcome to Wake Forest University Department of Counseling's podcast. I'm Dr. Bob Nations, one member of the faculty, and I have two other faculty members here today, and we're going to be talking about family counseling. I'll have them introduce themselves. I'm Dr. Shannon Warden. I'm Dr. Sam Gladding. Bob, family counseling. I know. The person who wrote the book. I love it. He's sitting right here with us. <laughs> I know it. I know I'm excited it. about time. it. Well, Sam, let's just jump right in. Tell us, um, at, at a basic level, what is family counseling? Family counseling is pretty transparent in that when we describe it, uh, we are literally talking about working with couples and um, people who are married and people who aren't, as well as families, whether they are uh, newly formed families or aging families. So it's it's dealing with uh, those uh, individuals who are connected by psychologically, biologically, economically, socially, who consider themselves uh, part of, uh, of a family. And everybody has a family, whether it's uh, an adopted family or a biological family, or it's just people that you consider in your neighborhood your family. Everybody has those individuals in their lives who are part of their family. Mm. That encompasses about everybody, really. Bob, you know, I think some students may come to our programs, either the online Master's in Clinical Mental Health Counseling or the online School Counseling Program or our campus MA programs in Mm -hmm. clinical mental health or school counseling. They may come into these thinking, yeah, I want to be a family counselor, and, and they may have a very narrow sense or definition of what that means. Sam, you just define family counseling very broadly, very accurately, um, as our life and our our society has evolved over time. Uh, so students should be hearing, oh, wow, it's much more than just a very narrow definition uh, that I'm preparing to encounter multiple, um, multiple looks of a family, multiple definitions of family. Uh, so we, I think, you know, as a student myself once, and you guys too, we come in with a certain understanding, and mm-hmm. our training we really do. does advance our understanding. And so, um, Sam, tell us some now about how family counseling differs from individual counseling. Sure. Family counseling um, has some different theories than uh, individual or even group counseling. It's um, much more systemically based, that is, We see a family, regardless of how we define it, like an organism as a biologist might see it. And that is that, uh, let's just take a human being. We are uh, part of all that we are, if you will, physically. Mm -hmm. So the brain can't say, hey, I'm so much more important than you, heart. Uh, you know, we can do without you, thank you very much, or, or the foot, uh, whatever. But it's a system. So um, like a, a physical entity, a family is only as strong as its weakest member, as its weakest link. So if I have a bad heart, then I need to um, help strengthen that rather than um, kind of dismiss it or let it deteriorate. And so in working with families, we uh, realize that if a family is going to do well, it needs to not scapegoat uh, individuals in it. 
and it needs to build on its strengths, uh, not on weaknesses. Um, the old uh, um, Johnny uh, Mercer song on that you've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Um, in some ways, you could say that might be the family song, or that might be the theme song of family counseling, rather than Sister Sledge of, um, you know, uh, we are family. Yeah. Um, the, I've got another good family song. Another good family song, <laughs> but not the one you want to be singing. Uh, so go for Johnny Mercer. Yeah. I love that's a better picture, right, of um, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Right. Yeah, building on the strengths. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, Bob, it makes me think of group counseling, too. It yes. seems like there must be some similarities there. Yeah. How do you see it different, Sam, from group counseling and family counseling? And is there a difference? Oh, there is a difference. It's a really good question, Bob. Um, so back in the 1960s, there was a, a theorist by the name of John Bell, and he basically thought that family counseling was like group counseling, that people would come in, and he, as he saw it, they were strangers to each other. His ideas were sincere, but they were not very useful. Um, and because in a family, you uh, have a different relationship uh, with people. While you might do some role plays in a family, you're also going home with members of that uh, uh, family, usually, uh, unless they leave you at the office because they're so mad at you. Yes. Uh, but no, I'm being a little <laughs> facetious there. But um, it's, it's, a, it's a different connection. And so, uh, again, uh, you're seeing it as an entity, whereas in group counseling, while it might be an entity, there are those separate parts that can go off by themselves and still function. Uh, as like a flock of birds again. They're a flock of birds, but they can go off individually and do just fine. Mm -hmm. But um, a family, again, is more like an organism that is uh, together. And while you might not like parts of it, and you might uh, really enjoy other parts of it, you can't uh, just dismiss any of it because, again, it's, it's an entity. And as I said before, it's only as strong as its weakest member. Mm -hmm. yes. That's good, Sam. I was, uh, I have to say, uh, I was thinking when you were talking about um, a stranger there, immediately Ronnie Millsap's song, A Stranger in My House, came <laughs> 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 uh, I'm sorry for that digression, but it was there. I had to say it. It's, this is your hit parade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we might be dating ourselves for any of the you know, younger listeners, oh, yeah. so we have to beef up my understanding of uh, Katy Perry and Justin Bieber. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good. They're they good. are good. Um, all right, so, so there's that different connection, uh, personal connection, different investment that a family is going to have in one another that a group won't ne uh, naturally or necessarily have is a big distinguisher there. Can I interrupt you yeah, for just sure, a second and just say there's more intimacy and there's more history. Mm -hmm. So uh, looking at those two variables uh, you don't have that in a group, and when a group counseling uh, session is over, again, people go their separate ways, but with a family, they go together. Mm -hmm. But much more intimacy, much more history, much more insight mm -hmm. into who uh, 
each member of that family is or the perception mm -hmm. of who that uh, those members of the family are by individuals in the family. Mm -hmm. And they may be right or wrong, but they're there. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, uh, it's not a new perception usually. Mm, that's good. Bob, <laughs> all three of us have done a good bit of family counseling over time. And I know students come into their training with us and many of them are appropriately daunted by that mm -hmm. task of how do you manage yeah, right all of it with right. a couple yeah. or a family they're saying i can do one-on-one -on -one. i right. feel okay about starting out that but then if you get more than one in the room there's that now that what, now what? Yeah, exactly so sam when you're getting that question in the family counseling class how do you encourage a student that that they're going to be able and i know with time they're going to be more able but for that new counseling student um, what encouragement do you give to them that uh, that they are going to be able to um, counsel with multiple people, multi it being a multiple person family, maybe they're present with them? One of the things I say that uh, we talk about also with individual counseling is awareness of self and awareness of others. And so in individual counseling, while you're aware of yourself, you only have one other person to be aware of. In family counseling, it's awareness of self and how am I relating to these uh, different uh, people? Uh, and uh, what am I noticing, uh, nonverbal as well as verbal? Um, what are the dynamics? So uh, again, we talk about content and we talk about process. Process, process, process is one of the things that I tell students in regard to family work because there is a lot of process, and while content's important, it is with in all of our counseling, it's not by content um, that you're going to uh, really help people uh, be better. And I think in a family, people either get better or they get bitter. And one of the things we're trying to do is to help them be better yet uh, than they are as an entity and as individuals. That's good. And, you know, family counseling is so important, understanding these dynamics, um, the self-awareness, the process piece, and, and all of the other uh, intervention that goes into family. It's so important that this is a uh, required class for all, uh, be they on campus or online, all of our master's students in either clinical mental health or school counseling. That's how, how important it is. Well, and it's important because whether you're in clinical mental health counseling or in school counseling or some other specialty, you're always going to see families. So if you're in school and you think you're not going to see families, think again. <laughs> and if you're in clinical mental health, uh, you're definitely going to see families. So it's, it's kind of like be prepared. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it, it's what you don't know that hurts you. And so, uh, we want students to know as much about the different types of families, and there's so many varieties, uh, as well as how they function, as well as about their own family. So we'll have them do genograms, uh, that is looking at their family tree and what has happened there, so that they don't get hooked on somebody else's disorder or um, uh, thinking that may uh, get them uh, completely um, kind of out there uh, mm -hmm. in, in regard to helping the family 
where they're trying to do something for themselves rather than realizing they have a family there that that that's why they're there Mm. Mm -hmm. that's a good point well it makes me think too and i know this is part of what you're saying sam that that counselor not that we have to be perfect our students we tell them that we're not perfect you're not going to be perfect but that bitter or better it applies to us as individuals and that self-awareness those are related ideas of how am I in my family life and is there work that's distracting me about my own family issues keeping me from perhaps working as effectively with this family in front of me so that I'd like to encourage students I know you guys do too that you don't have to be perfect but Mm -hmm. you do need and and our programs are going to do that to you student Uh, Mm -hmm. the program is going to stretch you on a personal growth level um, so that you don't have that you're not that you're well you're always going to be doing your own personal work but so that that doesn't interfere with you doing that effective work with those clients um, so I guess let's come back to bitter or better it's not going to pay to be a bitter counselor we've got to always be bettering ourselves I like that to him better yet right mm-hmm. and to be informed mm-hmm. because again if you know something about your family then you can let that rest and do your best in regard to working with the family that's before you. Mm, that's good encouragement mm-hmm. for us as pra- really practitioners, is. but also for students. It is. It is. Mm. Well, Bob, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, we've got the guy sitting here with us. He's written the book, and he's, you know, he's done all this great work over time. What else do we need to know from him right now about family counseling? Well, I'm curious about how effective family counseling is, and is, there, is it more effective for some disorders than others? Very, very, very good question, um, and I uh, appreciate your your asking that because there is um, uh, a good deal of research about that. One of the things that we can say about uh, family counseling is that a lot of disorders originate in families, and a lot of the ways they are solved is through working with families. So let me give you two examples. Uh, they both start with the letter A, <laughs> and that is addiction and anorexia, um, or really any kind of eating disorder. But basically, both of those usually start uh, within a family environment, and th- the dynamics surrounding um, both of those uh, can be quite different, but th- what they have in common is that a family can either be hurtful or helpful in uh, people overcoming uh, those uh, two uh, disorders, if you will. So um, one of the ways to um, help uh, individuals is not through uh, just one-on-one counseling. Uh, Again, give you an example. When I used to work um, as a clinician in mental health before I went into academe, we would sometimes Uh, see individuals who had, let's just say, an addiction problem, and we'd work with them for a long time. And and then we'd find that in a few months, while we thought they were better, it was like they were back in our office. And we even kidded around that we must have a revolving door uh, out there, not just um, any kind of door. Uh, So uh, if you work with a family, though, um, family members can, again, be encouraging, uh, and they can also set up structure that is helpful to you um, as a, a family member 
who's trying to overcome uh, something that is uh, bringing you down and keeping you from uh, functioning well, uh, either uh, personally, interpersonally, or in society. And there's a lot of research on, on mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's exciting to know, yes. It is exciting. So I think, Bob, for students who are listening and they maybe see themselves as family counselors, this is great information because mm -hmm. they're, they're recognizing, hopefully recognizing the that family counseling is a, an essential part of what we're going to do as professional counselor being in the school or in a mental health agency. Um, and that I know too, Sam, you may want to speak to this, that sometimes even when the family members are not present, we are still working with a client, right, who's the product or who has been heavily influenced from that system. So the system in some ways is still very pre present, even though the family members themselves might not be there. So you you can, in essence, do family systems work with less family members present. You can actually do family systems work with an individual. I recommend, if you can, have as many members of the family there as possible. But most of us carry around three generations uh, in our minds, and that is um, from uh, grandparents if we knew them or older individuals if we have a family that we have created rather than uh, inherited. Uh, parents uh, and our, uh, ourselves, whether we had siblings or not. If we have been married and have children, then we uh, carry four generations uh, because we see um, previous generations in what those uh, offspring are doing. Uh, so uh, it's, it's important to know um, who uh, has made up our family or who we consider. Uh, as our family, because that's going to impact us. If we've been hurt by uh, someone or abused, uh, a lot of times um, there's going to be what's, what we know is rumination depression, uh, or there's going to be acting out, or there's just uh, going to be anxiety. Uh, Murray Bowen says that uh, we all have some anxiety that we've inherited from uh, those who um, were in our past. Uh, some people may be more fortunate than others and have less of that. Some people, uh, unfortunately, uh, get a lot of that. But just because you have something that's potentially detrimental to your life um, doesn't mean you have to um, have that forever or that it has to become full-blown, that you can uh, work it out I almost made a reference to the Beatles there, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. They, they, okay. They, 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 were, they were right in what they sang. Uh, uh, but uh, again, family counseling can help people um, alleviate uh, some uh, weaknesses in their lives and uh, accentuate um, some positives or discover some positives that they may not have been aware of uh, before. That's good. Bob, we did it. We did it. This wonderful discussion it on was. family counseling. Sam, thank Sam you. With Sam Gladding. Yeah, Sam, thank you thank so you. much. My pleasure. Thank you.